Welcome to the GigTube Podcast, hosted by Chad Polenz, a full-time gig economist since 2018. Each week, Chad talks to a fellow gig worker, content creator, or an industry insider to dig deep into the world of the gig economy. Let's see what they discover this week. Hey, welcome to our episode of an interview with a fellow gig tuber. This time we're talking to Steph on the pedal. That's How right. Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. That's what I, your, your channel name is clever. Like it's instead of step on the pedal, it's step on the pedal. Did you, yeah. how'd you come up with that? Um, I actually, a friend of mine said you should call it Steph on the gas. And then I was like, no, nah, I mean, that's all right. But then I kind of came up with Steph on the pedal part. So it was, it was me and a friend that came up with my channel name. Yeah. yeah. Gas kind of implies like farts or something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess I didn't really think about it that way, but yes, that, that is correct. It does imply gas. Um, and you started out on YouTube doing videos about Uber and Lyft, right? I for sure did. Yes. And that so was- I didn't, I didn't really know much about the other gigs. I knew, I mean, the basics, Uber, Lyft, and uh, yeah, I got, I got fired from my bartending job. I was a bartender for like 11 years and I wanted something fast and I didn't know that I, <clears throat> excuse me, I didn't know that I wanted to go back to bartending. So I was like, all right, you know, let's, let's figure something out a little more entrepreneurial because, mm. um, I mean, I was kind of doing that anyways. I have a portrait photography business, so the flexibility was what really appealed to me. I can't believe anybody would fire you from bartending. <laughs> or did you like throw a drink in somebody's face or something? Uh, yeah, my boss didn't like me very much. She, I, I'm not, I don't know. I think, I think maybe, I don't want to say that I'm a bad employee. I think that I'm just, so I'm a little combative. Um, and if, if I don't agree with something, I, I'm not very good at shutting up and just dealing with it. So yeah, it you know, it, it was a silly situation. I actually I actually overserved somebody, which is something that, you know, that happens from time to time. I probably should have just had, you know, a slap on the wrist and maybe <clears throat> been suspended for a day or two, but yeah, she fired me instead. So, whatever. How I'm long over. ago was that? That was I th- I think more than a year ago. Well, yeah, maybe a little under a year. Just a little under a year. Mm. Yeah. And you're in uh, Denver, right? I am. Mm-hmm. Now, are you from that area originally? No. So I actually moved here from Indiana maybe six years ago. Okay. And yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I actually originally moved here for my ex's job. And then we ended up splitting up, but I really didn't want to leave because, you know, I already had started my portrait photography business out here and I just... I don't know. I don't want to go back to Indiana. <laughs> Colorado's nice. I've never been to Indiana. I mean, I mean, I know a lot of people from there, but it's just—it's like, not a very exciting place. Yeah. No. You ever watch not, uh, Parks and Rec? Uh, no, I haven't. Is that in uh, Indiana? Yeah, it takes place in um, Pawnee, Indiana. Which I don't know if that's a real place or not, but probably. I, I don't I haven't even heard of that though to be honest. I mean I know I've heard of Parks and Rec, but not Yeah, not. you would probably like that show. It's really good. It's one of my all time favorite shows. Really? Yeah, yeah I'm not like 
I'm very selective about the TV that I watch. I don't watch a ton of TV, so I like to make it count when I do watch TV. <laughs> oh, by the way, people are watching at home and they see me drinking this red juice. Like, it's not beet juice. This is actually a beer called Fire Dome. It's a sour with cherry and mango. That's why it's red. I think that sounds so good. I am. No. Uh, I'm drinking a red drink also, but this is tea, so yeah. I'm I'm getting my caffeine on with you. There's no caffeine in here. This is alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I am. Amazing. I get a lot of comments in the in like any random video of mine. People will go, "Are you wearing lipstick?" <laughs> oh, my lips are shiny. I guess I don't know. Are Are they dyed from you drinking the beer? No, no, I mean, sometimes I put chapstick on. Maybe that's... Your lips are really red. That's, <laughs> yeah, they are. I mean, look at, like, my lips are, like, pink color. Your lips are... You, you kind of does look like you have lipstick on. Yeah, and it makes... I don't know why, but my teeth kind of look shiny, too. <laughs> this is so random. <laughs> why are we talking about our lips and our teeth? <laughs> yeah. Your teeth, yeah. It's um, kind of shiny. Let's get let's get back to the beginning. So, you lost your bartending job, and then yeah, you went into rideshare driving, and then how long were you doing Uber and Lyft? Did you do both or one or the other? Um, I did both. So I started with Lyft, and then I well, I just wanted to get my because they had the guaranteed earnings. So I just wanted to do Lyft, get the guaranteed earnings. And then I started doing Uber. I got the guaranteed earnings through Uber. And then I did like a combination of the two, but I I ended up mainly doing just Uber uh, after a while because it was just the better app out of the two busier. And uh, like, how long question? I'm not sure what you asked me. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, how long were you doing uh, rideshare before you started doing YouTube? Cause I think like you're, Oh, Your original no. videos were about um, rideshare driving, right? Yeah, I started rideshare and YouTube at the same time. So my very first video that I put out is actually me talking to my friend, asking him questions about rideshare driving. So yeah, I my first day is documented <laughs> on YouTube. From yeah, I've got your uh, channel on my other screen here. Yeah, tips for beginner Uber and Lyft drivers 11 months ago. Yep. And it's funny. Wow, your hair's a lot shorter then. And it's yeah. red in some videos. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of my videos. Mm-hmm. Wow, your um, so your Instacart videos have blown up. Um, I just sorted your channel by most popular. Um, Shop a batch with me, 81,000 views. Wow. Instacart first day, 28,000. How much money do Uber drivers? Okay, so that was like your first viral video. Because that, that's from 10 months ago, and it's got 25,000 views. Yeah. Um, what do you credit your, um, like, these, do you know if your videos got picked up by, like, some, you know, somebody famous on Twitter or some kind of viral marketing site, or do you just think it's, like, pure organic? I honestly, I have no clue. I have no clue. I mean... I mean, I've been featured on some other channels. I've done collabs with people, I'm sure. I feel like it's probably a combination of things. I've never, I don't know anything about my videos being on other sites, but I mean, maybe they are. Not YouTube not with my permission. What? YouTube used to, like if your video was embedded on another website, and like I've been on YouTube since 2006. Um, 
like it would actually underneath your video it would say as seen on like 4chan.com or reddit and or whatever like if your video was embedded somewhere and it was just getting tons of traction on there it would actually say that like like where oh, the hashtags are now that's or you could at least go into the video analytics and it would show you sites that have embedded your um video but they don't they don't seem to do that anymore no I, i've never seen that and i mean i've been watching youtube for a long time and i don't think i've ever noticed that but i'm not sure i would have paid attention to it before i actually started making youtube content myself yeah if you're really big into seo um like a lot of people pay really close attention to those analytics um and like that so then they know where traffic's coming from and like you know how to um cater to that audience and stuff right yeah i i, I mean i think you have an easier time on youtube because you look like that and i look like this oh <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. I think. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was going to start out the video. I forgot to open with my joke. I was going to say, um, so what are Howard, Raj, Sheldon, and Leonard like in real life? <laughs> Wait, what? I'm lost. You watch a Big Bang Theory? See, look, you're, oh, <laughs> you're, uh, what's her, Kelly? Kaylee Cuoco. Kaylee, yeah, I hear that all the time. Yeah. I, uh, I w- I've watched a bit of that show, but no, that's been that's been a big comment of mine recently is people telling me I look like her, mm-hmm. which is fine. I'll take that. She's pretty. <laughs> uh, well, people say I look like Buster from Arrested Development. I watched. Oh, my gosh. I know. I, I did watch Arrested Development. So, yeah, <laughs> maybe I can kind of see that. I get that. Yeah, that's funny. Um, all right. So getting back to YouTube and stuff. Um, and so you started doing, you know, videos about Uber and Lyft. And then, um, you know, so like that was what, last summer, last fall. Right. And then how long were you just doing rideshare exclusively? How long until you started doing Instacart? I I just started Instacart with, you know, once everything started happening and we uh, all went into quarantine and whatnot. That's when I started Instacart because okay. I knew I knew rideshare wasn't going to do it for me. So... Yeah. I mean, I, I was just doing Uber and Lyft. I, well, part-time I should say, because I do still have my portrait photography business. Um, but that's not enough. That's not full-time income for me, uh, at least not yet. So that's why. Can you talk about that? Like what, so like you're really a professional photographer. Yeah. Um, so like what kind of, do you like do, you know, like pictures of the mall or um, no, so I do. No, I well, yeah, I have done some boudoir. So I do, I do mainly family photos and business headshots. Uh, I do all almost exclusively on location work. So, I mean, I don't want to be cooped up in a studio here. I'm in Denver. Like I can go to the mountains and take photos. I would much rather do that. So, yeah, yeah that's pretty much what I do. Um, except for the business headshots. Those are typically somewhere in the city, but yeah, family photo shoots. I'm going to like the foothills and the mountains and, uh, yeah, it's fun. I like it a lot. So but, how did you learn photography? Did you go to school for that? No, I didn't. I'm just self-taught. I mainly learned on YouTube if I'm being perfectly <laughs> honest. <laughs> I took, um, photography in high school back in the nineties. Like we had actual, we had an actual dark room in my high school. Mm-hmm. We took, um, we all did black and white film 
That was a lot of fun. I haven't yeah. done that in a long time. Did you ever, you ever do that? Like actual film film? Not everything's digital. No, I actually didn't. Uh, but I did take uh, video courses in high school. So, mm. I mean, that kind of ties in a little bit. But yeah, I don't know. I, I've always been somewhat interested in like technical art. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Just taught myself and started a business. Hmm. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So do you have like an LLC or anything? Or yeah, I do. It yeah. is LLC. I would. I would. I haven't quite decided whether or not I want to actually share my business name because hmm. I don't know. Like most people that comment on my videos are pretty okay people, but there are some aggro people on there too. So I'm not sure that I want them, you know, popping over into my business and giving me their two cents there. <laughs> so we'll see. I don't know. I might spill it at some point. I'm just not I'm not ready to do that yet. Uh, yeah. Um, I was going to say, well, oh, I was going to say, you ever think about doing YouTube videos about photography or like, I mean, that's like a legit yeah. site. Like I have all these books right here about gig economy and like, which what they call gig economy the rest of us would call freelance work like, you know, photographers, journalists, computer programmers, you know, any work that you could do basically, you don't have to go into a cubicle. Like you could do it anywhere. And like, you don't have to have a one, you know, you don't have to work for a company. You can shop yourself around. Mm -hmm. Um, Like you're between, you know, being a photographer and doing like the work we do, like, you know, Instacart, DoorDash, Uber, Lyft, Amazon, all that's really it really should be called the on-demand economy. Um, but like where gig economy is really, like I said, like what you're doing, like photography, journalism, um, things like that. Um, you know, even being a professional YouTuber, um, you know, like Philip DeFranco or something like that, like they're like, that's real gig economy work. Right. So, I mean, like you can, maybe you could start a separate channel where you just talk about, you know, doing photography stuff. Yeah, I actually, well, I actually have another channel. I started a channel in like 2012, I want to say. I I, had, I started a long time ago, um, but it was very lifestyle. It, I was just kind of like throwing content at it and no real focus and it didn't do very well. Um, and then I just kind of walked away from it. But I think, I think I might pick it back up, but more as uh, not treat it as much as, as a business, but more so just like a passion project and a place for me to put content up that inspires me. Oh, okay. Yeah. But this is actually, yeah, I actually have two channels myself. Like this channel, actually it, this used to be my beer review channel. This, this is a glass I had made like 11 years ago. See how it says yeah. youtube.com slash Chad nine nine seven six, which is That's technically awesome. the URL for this channel, but I changed it to Chatty Gay Economist a few months ago. Um, and my other YouTube channel, Chad's Beer Reviews, that I did for 10 years. I did a thousand, thousand episodes of that show. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I started in 2008. Oh, but you don't do it anymore. Mm. Occasionally I'll get on there once or twice a month and I'll do a live stream, just do a beer review. But if it gets like 30 views, I don't, I don't care. You know, I just do right. it just for kicks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, 
I, I love doing like the gig work and the, the ride share YouTube. Like it's really fun for me, but I do, I would like to have like the more creative outlet making content. That's more like, like I said, inspiring to you me. Know. at least. Do you do any other apps? Are you doing Amazon flex, DoorDash, Postmates, anything like that? So most of the apps I've been waitlisted. Uh, so I really want to get on with shipped. I'm really curious about that. I, the only two that I've actually signed up for and not been waitlisted for are Amazon flex and Postmates. And I am planning to actually try those out and make some content around those. I'm having a hard time walking away or like stepping back from Instacart just because I actually, I really do like Instacart. Yeah, me too. Well, I understand why you might not like it as much. <laughs> yeah, not right now, but. Right. Um, so like, can you walk us through like, what's a typical work day like for you? Right. Well, I don't know, maybe not right now, now, but in the last month or two, like what's, what's like a work day like for you or a work week for, I mean, just doing Instacart. Instacart. Yeah. Instacart. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not like out there grinding. I mean, I'll be perfectly honest. I do it very part time because you know, I have, I have other income streams and it's not, it's, it's definitely something I want to keep part-time. I'm not looking to like pad my bank account with Instacart money necessarily, even though I, I think that's entirely possible. But, um, I, you know, if I go out, I usually work like six hours. I want to say I'm, I'm usually shopping for about six hours and that's, that's about the extent of it. So I, I've been getting up a little bit earlier recently just because with, the bot issue or if I know whatever it is influx in new shoppers or bots, it seems to be better to go out earlier. So yeah, I, to get up a little earlier and go out and yeah. I found that true. I found that. Yeah. I, I can maybe get like one or two batches before lunch, but then it's like after lunch, forget it. It's, it sucks so bad in Florida. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, What's like your, what's your long range plan? Because I, you know, I, I think I've mentioned this in passing some of my videos, like I'm doing a cybersecurity online, like, and I, I don't know if you can see down here is my IC certifications. I worked in IT as a regular day job for like 10 years and mm-hmm. I've been on about a year and a half hiatus um, doing, you know, Uber, Lyft, Amazon, Flex, Instacart, DoorDash. Yeah. Shit. Well, I applied for shipped and um oh yeah did did ship make you do a uh, video interview? Yes, I did. Yeah, I did that with them. Yeah, I applied I I've applied like two or three times and every time I apply they write back and say your answer to the video interview didn't cut it or whatever. Really? Yeah. You know, I think Instacart should do that because and I, I was thinking maybe ship does this because it, it it verifies that the person can speak English. Exactly. Yes. I thought the same thing. It is. I mean, it's a great idea. The problem is somebody has to actually watch that, you know, and you've got, you multiply that by thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. And you're going to pay thousands of people to sit down and watch all those videos. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the way that they they sent me an email and said that they were going to 
I think they said they were going to review my application once a spot was available. So that made me sound, it, it sounded like I was waitlisted. Okay. That yeah. means more than I've heard. I haven't heard anything. Hmm. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. Do you know how many um, shoppers are in your zone? I've seen people post that. I don't know how, how do you find that? I could look um, If you go to how am I doing? Okay. And then um, it should say like your speed. And then there's a button that says like more information. It'll show a leaderboard of your zone. Hmm. Did you work There's, last week? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's how am I doing? And then scroll down to whoops. There's a, I think so there's, there's a, uh, seconds per item. Okay. You have an iPhone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 3,477 shoppers. How many? 3,477. Can you hold it up to the camera? Yeah. I used to um, dim the Can you see screen. it? Oh, yeah. Wow. 3,400. What, what rank are you? You can tell what rank you are because it'll be between the two numbers at the, like, on mine, it's I must I was ninety five last week out of one thousand three hundred eighty one. They've added a thousand choppers in my zone in the last three months. You started Instacart after they went completely on demand, right? You never had to schedule hours. Yeah, no, I never had to schedule it. Just yeah. on demand. Once they went on demand, they got rid of this leaderboard. Then they just brought it back this week. I honestly haven't really paid much attention to that. Like I didn't even know how to access it. Yeah. I don't think I'm, I'm not very fast. I'm <laughs> not very fast at all, but yeah, I mean, my speed right now is one Oh one, which I think is probably actually pretty bad because I've seen other people. <laughs> yeah. Speed. That's like a, a lot and a half per item. Yeah. But I mean, it's just kind of like you can get hung up on when you're just trying to find that one item, like, you have any, um, I mean, well, I mean, I know you just did a whole video about 50 tips and tricks mm-hmm. for Instacart. Um, I mean, we can talk about some of those here. Like, I think my, my biggest speed tip is bring when you're, well, you can't really do it anymore because of how quick batch batches go. But in the olden days, when you had four minutes to look over the batch before you decided if you want it or not, you know, there's little preview pictures at the bottom. I would always scroll through those and look specifically for deli items and subs. Like, I don't know if there's stores out there that do like prepared foods, like made to order foods, like subs or pizza, um, bagels, things like that. Anything where you have to wait in line and place the order and wait for them to make it and then come pick it up later. Or, you know, um, that's the, that's the, my biggest, my biggest, you know, speed tip, life hack, whatever you want to call it is look for those before you even accept the offer. Or maybe after you, well, there's a way to do it after you accept the offer. It's hard for me to show without it not being an active order now. But like, um, so if you know there's going to be deli items or subs, something like that, um, 
before you go wait in line at deli, it, you know, if there's a line, get a ticket and wait for them to call your number. And then you swipe to start shopping and then you scroll all the way to the bottom, look for deli items and you take a notepad and a pen and write down, you know, one pound boar's head turkey or ham. Yeah. Or it is. Um, that, that really helps. That's smart. That's what's, like- what's like your tips like that. Um, I think my biggest thing was at, well, at first was produce. I was so slow at produce and it was because I just didn't even think I was grabbing individual produce and then I would go weigh it and then enter in the app and then like do it one by one. Whereas, you know, now I just go grab everything at once. I don't enter anything into the app until I have everything. And then, um, I'll either weigh it or I might guess. If I'm being perfectly honest. Yeah. (laughs) After a while, you'll actually be able to, you'll get really good at guessing the weight just from holding it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, or I just, I mean, they give you the, the weight estimate right there. So they know what weight you're, uh, you know, what weight they're expecting. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I mean, you just multiply that and then enter it in. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what it's like where in your neighborhood, like, are you in, the city of Denver proper or are you in the suburbs somewhere? I'm in a suburb of Denver. Okay. Yeah. It's like me. Like I'm not and I'm about actually 20 miles outside of Orlando proper. In fact, my zone, my zone technically isn't even Orlando. It's, it's North of Orlando and East of Orlando. It's like, mm-hmm. if you saw it on a map, it would just, it, it, my zone is like almost the size of Rhode Island or something. Well, maybe not that big, but it's really big. Um, but like half of my zone is just all wilderness. Oh um, yeah. Okay. But for, you know, this area, like everything in Orlando, everything in Florida is like brand new, like every building, every apartment building, like there's no heritage or history or anything here. Um, so like everything is brand new except for, and like they keep building apartment complexes everywhere around here because everybody's moving to Florida because right. the cost of living is cheap here. There's no state income tax. Um, but everybody wants cases of bottled water like this one on the floor over here. Actually, that's a small one. Do you ever have to carry cases of bottled water up two or three flights? No, actually I haven't done many apartment orders. So I actually drive a little bit. So I'm maybe 10 minutes outside of Denver, like downtown 10 15 minutes right outside it and then i drive even further away from the city into like a suburb area where there's like virtually no apartments around there so i i really i guess i'm kind of lucky to where i i hardly ever do apartment batches so most of your customers are in houses yeah okay but are they one thing i know like i'm originally from upstate new york and you know i've also lived in illinois and virginia and one thing i noticed about florida that's different about other places is that the the actual front door is like at the same level as the driveway. There may be like maybe one step, but like where I'm from in New York, like the front door is like a good five, six steps up. So that's why like, I, I don't know if you see my videos where I have a wagon and I can actually roll the wagon from my car right to the people's kitchen. And I, up until COVID broke out, I used to always do that. And I would get a lot of, um, cash tips that way um do you is that what it's like there or are you are you do you ever go into people's houses or are you just drop it at the door 
I I almost I don't, I haven't gone into anyone's house since this has started. Not a single house. Every okay. single one of them have been. That's actually not true. I did. I delivered to a retirement community, and the lady asked if I could bring it all the way up and in, inside for her, and I did. Um, but I think just most people are so scared right now that they don't they don't want you in their house. So yeah, everybody has selected like the leave at my door option, and I just drop it off on the front porch. And sometimes I talk to them, sometimes I see them, sometimes I don't. Yeah. Um, it, I, I pretty much tell my customers they're getting the leave at the door option. Yeah. 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 That, uh, that was my first batch actually the one that I took all the way up. So I think even at this point I would probably say like, listen, like for your safety and mine, I think that you should just let me leave this right here outside the door. Do you get, that, um, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was actually, I was just curious to, to ask you, so most people typically when, you know, this, this isn't the whole pandemic isn't happening, they would want you to bring it all the way in their house. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, no, before the pandemic, most people around here were, it just, I mean, it just kind of depends on their house and everything and if they have dogs or whatever, but, um, you know, having that wagon really helps. I would just be like, since I'm already at the front door with the wagon, yeah, I'm like I can just roll this right into your kitchen, and most people are like, "Okay," but I mean, some people are like, "No, we just unload it here." Like if they right. got dogs or whatever. Um, you would not believe, you know. I've been doing Instacart for a year and a half now, plus DoorDash, Uber Eats, all no, all that stuff. People who own dogs, they forget that they own dogs until somebody rings the doorbell, and then all of a sudden the dogs are all barking. They're like, "Oh yeah, I own dogs." It's like put your dogs in the backyard or in the bathroom or the bedroom or something, you know? Yeah. No, I, I'm not a dog person. Really. I have, yeah, cats. not either. I am very hardcore cat lady. <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to say before, like you have any, well, this, this might be more on the Uber and Lyft side, but what's like, you, you must've had statistically, you must've had some weirdos by now. Um, I don't think anything, no, not anything too bad. Nothing that sticks out to me. So, I mean, I bartended for 11 years. Like I'm, Uh I'm pretty hard. I want to, I want to say like, (laughs) not a lot gets to me. I'm used to people being a little creepy and I feel like I know how to diffuse it. So. Yeah. That's when I first started doing rideshare. Um, I, I first started doing rideshare part-time three years ago back when I still had a day job I would just do it on the weekends and I I always liked because I was in outside of Tampa at the time and I would always end up in Tampa there's a lot of colleges there and Mm. more you know sure enough I would end up hauling around a bunch of drunk college girls and I always liked that drunk dudes no no thanks yeah (laughs) not so many drunk people on Instacart though a lot of uh uh, I, I was going to ask this. You're in Denver, Colorado. They legalize even recreational weed there. Um, so, do, with recreational weed, like, does it affect you know people driving, like you know, as far as stone drivers or people who are high at the door, or even are there stone people out in the supermarkets? <laughs> 
how do you picture Colorado? Do you think we're all just walking around here stoned? My only <laughs> reference is South Park, so. Oh my gosh. Hey, gritty weed. Um, you know, I, I don't think I don't think I noticed more high people here than I did living in Indiana. I, I think it's really no, not really. I mean, technically, you're not supposed to. I mean, it's the same rules are uh, the same laws as mm-hmm. alcohol. They apply. It's basically the same thing with weed. So you're not supposed to drive stone. You're not supposed to be um, smoking in public. So right, Sun yeah. Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think there are more. Well, we have medicinal in Florida, but you just go outside anywhere and like it just reeks of weed. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you de- you definitely do smell weed here, you know, on occasion. So, so certain so neighborhoods probably. more than others. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, we might be running out of time as far as Zoom, oh, so yeah. um, I'll try to like wrap this up. So. You know, like we we know you do photography. Do you have a Instagram just for your photography or for stuff on the pedal or both? Or so I have Instagram for photography, but like I said, I'm not sure that I'm ready to share that yet okay. <laughs> with with the the stuff on the pedal people. But um, yeah, I I'm probably gonna start an Instagram. I just don't have it yet. I feel a little overwhelmed with Facebook and YouTube and my other everything else that I have going on. So. Yeah, I was going to say, what do you want to plug? you want to plug? I know you have a Facebook fan page and a group. Uh, I mean, we can just say my YouTube, I guess. It, yeah. I mean, I have the, the Facebook group. That's great, too. Mm-hmm. Instacart Shoppers by Steph on the Pedal. I like that group. That's group. That group's been going pretty well and seems to be helpful and mostly a positive place. How many people are in your group? I think we're at like 1500. So right now, which is crazy because I just started it. Like it's been less than two weeks that I've Mm -hmm. had the group. So that's, that's insane to me. I did not expect any of that. Yeah. It's at, it's at 1500 right now. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll wrap this up because I don't want this to get cut off. And um, I think Steph's going to do an interview with me. That'll be on her channel. I'll put links in the description below. So thanks for uh, doing this interview. And uh, I'll see you around YouTube. All right. Thanks. See ya. Yep. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode, but we promise next week's will be even better. We'll be back on Sunday with this week's Gig News, a show discussing the latest news, trends, and viral posts from the delivery and rideshare sectors of the gig economy. Until then, keep hustling.